Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. This episode is brought to you by Spandice, an ice and heat therapy wrap for all your postpartum recovery and breastfeeding needs. Heat therapy is perfect for breast ailments such as engorgement and mastitis. Now you can have it in a comfortable wrap you can move around with. Check out the Spandice postpartum recovery wrap at spandice.com forward slash badass. That's S-P-A-N-D hyphen I-C-E dot com forward slash badass. And you can find the link in our description. Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we figured that we would tackle some news articles today. Some big current events going on. Yeah. And that's always fun. You know, there's always like, well, to us, I'm sure, breastfeeding's (laughs) in the news every day. But to the average person, breastfeeding's never in the news. Right. Because like, who pays attention to that? Right. What but you, it's getting some, yeah, it's getting, it's broken out of our little circle this time. Yes, it definitely has. It's the heating up. And I imagine that this is what it was like probably 20, 30 years ago when breastfeeding really started to go back into play again, mm-hmm. that it probably was hot like this. And if we had mm. Google back then, or if we had that, you know, the social media that like we do now, it probably also would have blown up. But I think yeah. there's a lot people don't know uh, about how breastfeeding has evolved and the struggles that breastfeeding has had to even just like stay mainstream. Yeah. Um, but well, and how much there, how much there is like beyond, you know, you go on Facebook, it's like, Oh, I'm really involved in breastfeeding because I follow all these breastfeeding people on social media. But really there's people who are active at, at like the political level. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the country of the United States, um, is involved, you know, on, you know, the, the highest level of, of the government. Yeah. So we don't really think about that. Cause again, you're saying it doesn't make the news all the time, but, but well, the current administration has made it into the news. Yes, we have. So if you're not sure what we're talking about, cause you might not be, but this is worldwide news for sure. It is. And I did find yeah. articles from all over the world about this. Um, but the World Health Organization and all different countries were together, putting together, you know, guidelines for re- infant yeah. and young child feeding. And it wasn't even just breastfeeding. It wasn't just like a, all right, we're going to gather together to see what's happening with breastfeeding all over the world. It's more of like infant and young child feeding, which means obesity, mm. which means malnutrition, which means, you know, all of that breastfeeding. All of this stuff gets covered during these things, mm-hmm. which is why it's covered by, you know, so many different countries because every country, you know, everybody's got a different thing happening. And it's like, how can we support these children? Yeah. So the goal is to help malnourished children become nourished. Right. right. And, you know, health problems that are, uh, you know, kind of prevalent in childhood, I guess. How do we solve those? Anemia and, you yeah. know, like rickets and kids that don't have enough to eat and childhood Mm -hmm. obesity where kids have too much to eat like all of those things that are happening in all different parts of the world that's what this was about and the bottom line like we won't get into a whole lot of like technicality stuff but the bottom line is that the organizations wanted specific verbiage 
in the guidelines stating that outside sources should not be able to come in and manipulate or lead people into a different direction away from what is best for them. Mm -hmm. And our representative, the United States representatives that were there did not agree with that. And that's kind of always the way it's been. Like this is sure this is because, not new, but it's right. So yeah, again. so a little bit of history because we have the WHO code, right? Right. I mean, exactly. the most of the world follows the WHO code, and yes. what is the WHO code? What's the, the WHO code is against? Um, it's a code to kind of guideline the breast milk substitutes. And whether or not companies can market those breast milk substitutes. And they have very strict guidelines and um, regulations on how they can advertise, how formula companies can advertise, who they should mm -hmm. be targeting, where they're targeting this. Like, it's very, very specific because they have – and this was – the WHO code was like in the 90s, like the early Right, this 90s. is not new, yeah. Yeah, this is not new. And every – country that was involved in this signed off on it back in the 90s mm -hmm. except for the united states and everyone follows it i mean if you go to you know i mean i used to live in, in holland mm -hmm. you don't turn on the tv and see like formula ads on tv like that's you know that's not allowed and they're right. only allowed to advertise like in certain ways, if at all. I don't even, you know, I don't, I don't know the specifics of what the who code says, but obviously it is a guideline for companies and their advertising and their marketing. Because what was happening, right? This came out of the formula companies were so heavily marketing and targeting you know, new moms, there are all these things, you know, it's just as good as breast milk, um, you know, these, it's, you know, it's, they're, they're making all of these claims that were, first of all, not based on any science, really, and were um, interrupting breastfeeding. Right. So people were trying to breastfeed, and then they're getting all of this information, like, oh, you know, it's actually, you know, and they're also saying, like, breastfeeding is not you know, breastfeed, your breast milk's not enough and like all this stuff. It's not fatty enough. It's got iron in it. It's got vitamin D in it, all this stuff that your breast milk doesn't have. Um, and so breastfeeding started to go on the ma massively decline. Right. And they were giving, you know, formula samples away at hospitals, like mm -hmm. regularly. It didn't matter if you were a breastfeeding mother or a formula feeding mother. I they gave you formula when you left the hospital. I gave, you're saying it past tense because I got a garbage bag oh my full God. of formula as a breastfeeding mom leaving the hospital with my first. And that was just seven years ago. So, they, so the, that is something that still happened. So and again, it, the United States doesn't follow the WHO code, which is why it still happens here. <laughs> so it's it really, and there's a lot of hospitals that kind of took it upon themselves and say, okay, we're not doing this anymore. We're not giving away free formula anymore. We're not, mm -hmm. you know, if, if it's needed, okay, but, mm -hmm. you know, we're not. We're not handing it out in droves like we used to. So because of that, that has dropped the formula industry quite a bit, you know, because of yeah. those types of things. The different changes that we have adopted on our own as a country, not because yeah. of the WHO code, just things right. that we have, you know, driven into. So 
So what was, so we have the WHO code. Um, again, the United States doesn't follow that. They didn't want to be a part of it. And the reason that is, is because we are a country that is driven by corporations. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want, that would have hurt corporate sales of formula. Formula so, is a multi-billion dollar industry. Multi-billion yep. Multi, dollars. yeah, yeah, yeah. Billion. Is it not trillion? Because, I mean, it's also like, it's all, I mean, they're all owned by like pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, this is like a huge pyramid of like, you know, money that there's goes up to the top. There's mm-hmm. tons of power and there's so much money. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things also going back even a little further, and this might be, I can't remember. I used to know the whole story. I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the formula companies. I, I want to say the seventies or the eighties were pushing into third world countries. Oh yeah. And bringing formula in, which then women would take this formula and use it, which would make their milk dry up. And then they would have formula, but they wouldn't have clean water. And they didn't have clean water. And people were dying. And and it was still, I mean, this is still going on. And that was directly related. And like I said, this was so many Mm -hmm. years ago, but it was directly, and there was huge boycotts and there was just like. Yeah, the Nestle boycott. That's what that was, And that's what it was directly related to was them pushing, or they'd bring in, um, uh, what's it called? Formula that was expired. You know, like hand it out and stuff. And it was just, it, it was so cruel. And these countries were paying for it. Yeah. They're paying money for this to the United States for this formula that is, that was making them sick. And I mean, you know, ultimately killing died. babies. Yeah. Babies died because of this. Yeah. I they mean, were... you can't mix formula with dirty water. You can't drink dirty water. No. And they were getting sick and diarrhea and horrible diseases and they would die. And that was they related it directly back to that. And I can't remember yeah. if like that was one of the things that kind of started the ball rolling. I would imagine. Yeah. But it was a big, big part of what was going so, on. So so we have this who code that came from this history that we're talking about. And so what was this assembly like what were they this this assembly that happened just whatever a couple days ago how when i don't even know when it happened when the actual meeting happened but so what was this like a renewal of it was it like a yeah something building on it or they do it regularly and um because you know they do like the um the guy you know all sorts of guidelines this was actually this meeting happened this has been going on for a couple of months because okay. you know how meetings like you go and you word things and then you table it yeah you, you know look it over for another couple months and then you get back together and, yeah and this is global stuff so yeah. i mean it's going to take a while people are coming from all countries and different resolutions that need to be adopted yeah. and everybody needs to agree so it really started a couple of months ago and it's a regular you know it's, it's a common thing that they do it's in fact, I think it says here the 71st World Health Assembly, which was 21st to the 26th of May, okay. um, has generated much controversy, especially around the latest infant and young child feeding resolution. So this is, I mean, the 71st, you know, this has been going on a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. This is not new. Um, lots of countries involved on the first day of the assembly, sponsored by the Russian Federation, co-sponsored by Botswana, Canada, Gambia, Georgia, Ghana. Mozambique, Nepal, Pakistan, Panama, Russia, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Thailand, and Zambia. The draft Mm -hmm. resolution text was tabled for adoption. And the next day, USA proposed a draft 
another draft that admitted a number of safeguards that were put in place to protect infant and young child feeding from commercial influences, such as implementation and monitoring of the code and res- relevant WHA resolutions, implementation of WHO guidance and conflicts of interest. So basically, the U.S. was really trying to block that piece of things. Yes, and the U.S., like we just said, the U.S. has so, there, there's such a tie between the corporations and the government in this country that the government is trying to, like we said, trying to protect the corporations. And so this wording is going to hurt corporations. And so we want to protect, not I'm saying we as a country, we as people, <laughs> I'm trying not to be associated with the decision. <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. At the expense of the the infants and the children in this country. Now the articles that I have read on this throughout the last few days, and they've been from, like I said, all over the world. And of course, you know, media likes to exacerbate things a little bit and cause a little bit of drama. But they were they around the world. They are really surprised that this is happening. They're just like, yeah, oh my you know, God, like the U.S. is standing in the way of this. Progress yeah, it's, for not, young it's kind children. of silly, too, because I don't understand. I guess because, I, first of all, how can you be surprised? I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of like, I'm not surprised at this point that this is happening. I, you know, I will say, because there's a little bit more to the story, right? I mean, there's the there's more to the, the story is that um, it became heated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the discussion became very heated. And then um, the United States United States started making threats about um, pulling out like aid and, you know, assistance that was going to certain countries mm-hmm. to to try to get people to agree with them. Right. The delegates that were there. Um, and so I guess that is, you know, again, I don't maybe some people aren't surprised by that. That's kind of it's outrageous. It's completely outrageous. You know, that that happened. It's kind of like one of somebody from somebody was quoted from the UK based campaign, Baby Milk Action. Um, They were quoted as saying, we were astonished, appalled and also saddened. What happened was tantamount to blackmail with the US holding the world Mm -hmm. hostage and trying to overturn nearly 40 years of consensus on the best way to protect infant and young child health. Mm, that's a killer quote right there it really is it really is um under an international code of the world health organization baby formula companies are banned from explicitly targeting mothers and their health carers advertising is also controlled and that's under the code but we don't necessarily follow that here now from the code also kind of came from um the baby friendly hospital initiative yeah, right. And that is where if you're if you're not aware of this. And you know, this is something that I would love. Like when I I did a talk um for Ilka in Australia several years ago. And there were people there from obviously all over the world, but there was a woman from that I was speaking to that was from um New Zealand. And she said that every hospital was baby friendly in New Zealand. Mm, mm-hmm. Which is amazing to me. And I know in Europe, there is a lot of baby-friendly hot. Like, they tackled mm-hmm. it. They got it done quick 
And then they were yeah. working on how to get NICUs to be baby friendly, like, which is a very difficult thing because obviously NICUs, you know, that's a whole different world. Yeah, right. But um, here in the United States, we struggle with that. We struggle with that a lot. I, I, yeah, I don't think people really truly understand how different it is here than in a lot of places in the rest of the world. Yeah. You know, I don't think that people who live here who kind of just say, you know, well, you know, like where formula is so normal, um, they don't understand that when you go to other countries, formula is not normal at all. You know, it's almost never seen. And it's, you know, it exists in cases of, you know, emergency or whatever. Um, but you just don't see it. And these countries make an effort to protect breastfeeding and to provide, obviously, you know, it's not just, you can't just be like everyone, you have to breastfeed because if you don't, you're a bad mom. Like that's not exact, that's not what's happening. They're pushing that, you know, they push into hospitals. They have, they have lactation consultants to help moms get started. You know, breastfeeding is, is, you know, also seen much more in those cultures too. And so it's, it's more of a normal choice um, for a mom. And um, it's just, you know, there's, there's, there's all of this support and there's all of this stuff that, 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 that moms need to be successful. That right. doesn't exist here. And it doesn't exist here for corporate reasons. Mm-hmm. It's not just because people don't, you know, it's, that's not because nobody wants to be a lactation consultant or nobody wants to, you know, or most people don't really want to breastfeed. That's not true. Like that, you know, the, most people want to breastfeed and most people are blatantly blocked mm-hmm. by, you know, yes. the, the, what the, the norms that have, have happened here, which has become, you know, based on this marketing and the, and the, the, the money that corporations have. I mean, hospitals get huge amounts of dollars from formula companies. Oh my God. And that's the biggest reason why, why hospitals have a hard time becoming baby friendly. I mean, they mm-hmm. have like, there's a whole they lose funding. You know, series of steps that you need to go to, to be qualified as baby friendly. And one of the steps is that you stop paying for baby formula or you, mm-hmm. that you have to like, you, you can't, or you have to start paying for baby formula. I should say not yeah, you, for it. You have to start paying for it. So if you want to have it you on can't hand accept, in case, yeah. Right. You can't accept it for free, which means hospitals now have to fork over money for baby formula for their nurseries if they feel like they need that as, you know, as a, uh, you know, safety net or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of hospitals don't want to take that leap. Yeah. So sometimes they will they will do a lot of these steps, but they just will not take that leap into, OK, we're going to buy our own baby formula. Um, there's some hospitals I know in here in New York. Not in Rochester, but I believe in the city. They were trying to push for a while, and I don't know whatever happened with this. They were trying to push, like, if you were going to give out formula in the hospital, like, if you were going to say, okay, your baby's losing too much weight, or your baby hasn't eaten in several hours, or your baby's not latching well, let's give a little formula. Like, they actually had to get a doctor's prescription for that. Yeah. That's and what a lot of people say. A lot of people say that formula should be by prescription. And people were freaking out. And I'm not out. saying it should or shouldn't. I'm just saying. Oh, people yeah. were freaking out. And one of the things that the administration now has been quoted as saying on Twitter, because we know that's our best avenue for <laughs> information. Words um, from the president. Yeah. With this administration. But one of the things that was said was we're not trying to go against breastfeeding. We want to make sure that mothers who want a formula feed have access to that. That's never been a problem. 
That right. has never been a problem. So and nobody wants, like, if you want a formula to feed your baby, and we've said this plenty of times on the podcast, there is a, t- a place for formula. There is. That's why it's Absolutely. there. It was created so that, you know, if moms that died at childbirth, adoption, you know, situations where moms legitimately don't make enough milk, like, or if you just need it to kind of get over the whatever, that's why it's there. But it's not mm-hmm. marketed like that. Right. Right. not marketed like that. And that's where the problem lies. So here in this meeting, it was more about like they wanted to – the rest of the group, the rest of the countries wanted to make sure that that code still was standing and that the advertisers were not coming in and sabotaging that piece of it. And the United States said, no, we're okay with that. We're okay with that. We'll let you come in and take over. And that's not how it should be. Right. How about a word from our sponsor? This episode is brought to you by Spandice, ice and heat therapy wraps you can reposition based on your specific postpartum recovery needs. Ice is perfect for C-section recovery, postpartum back pain, and much more. It also offers abdominal support too. What's not to love? Heal faster with the Spandice postpartum recovery wrap at spandice.com forward slash badass. That's S-P-A-N-D hyphen I-C-E dot com forward slash badass and you can find the link in our description. You know, and I work in a doctor's office part time. The amount of formula that we get for free is unbelievable. It's well, and I heard, yeah, right. I mean, the amount of formula that I went home with was unbelievable. I mean, I went home with free formula, and people are thinking, like, well, if you're giving out all this formula for free, how are they making all this money? Because you get hooked. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're hooked on it. Your breastfeeding relationship has been destroyed. And that is how you're going to feed your baby right. from now on. But they, that's how they make all this money. The free stuff is nothing to them. That's pocket change. Right. But if you give, you know, and if you give your baby a certain kind, if the hospital says, here, take this specific kind of formula, and that's the kind you use, most likely that's what you're going to buy. Absolutely. Yeah. So you that's end exactly up, like, what we did. We bought the, well, yes. that's the kind that we, yeah. Yeah. And we thought That's we were just like, this is so awesome. This hospital is so cool. They gave us all this free stuff. It was a garbage bag, Diane. Like it was one of those huge black garbage bags. Oh my gosh. And we went home with this thinking that we made out like bandits, you know, and then I'm starting, I'm struggling with breastfeeding, like crazy, I'm struggling like crazy, duh. You know, I, I, I couldn't make it work. And I start doing all of this, you know, I start doing all the research, this, everything's starting to become clear to me. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. What a trick. So one of the other things that is done, and this might have happened to you too, it did I can't remember if it happened to me or not. But you go into a baby store or you go into a maternity clothing store and you put your name on a mailing list, you will start getting all sorts of free formula in the mail. Uh, oh, oh so, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's yep, another they way they sell that your. They'll yeah, and they'll just they just sell your um, email address, and then yeah, here's your free samples. So you get all sorts of stuff in the mail, and then it's in your house. And even if the hospital doesn't give you formula, or you go home, everything's fine, and then you start having trouble, or oh, let me feed the baby so you can sleep longer, whatever. There it is on the counter. Or in the, you know, in the cupboard because it was sent to you and that's where it is. And now it's, but if it was never in the house to begin with, you wouldn't think about it. Well, it's just like the epidural, right? I mean, I I was in the hospital and I got to the point where I was like, I need the epidural, 
you know, I mean, there were a whole bunch of situations, reasons why that happened. But when I was at home with my second, it, that there was no epidural, there was no nothing there. And so the, it was just, you just do it, you know, you just, you're like, it's not, it's not there. Right. And so it seem it seems like, oh, well, there's no, no, I, there would, I would be in too much pain, but really, no, it's just not there. So it's not, you're not thinking about that. You're not like, oh God, I wish I had an epidural because it's just not a part of the situation that you're in. I remember, I remember this too, because I remember with Jack, when we started to like, you know, I started to, um, we started, I got in touch with a lactation consultant. I finally learned what that was. And she was like, just start titrating down the formula that you're using. And so we go down, down, finally we're off. And I had this little stash in the cupboard and I was scared to get rid of it. Yeah. I thought like, and my husband's like, why do we still have this? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, just in case, like, what if just in case? And he's like, what? And I was like, what if I die? And he's like, then I'll go to the store and get formula. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, why do we, like, we don't need this right here. And it was such a, like, I, they had me. Yeah. They had me. They had me. Like, you, you get, you're so reliant on it. You're so psychologically reliant on it. And it's the, the way it's put out there. Like, I did have a mom very recently who said, I, I'm supplementing, but I'm supplementing with that formula that's specific for breastfeeding mothers. <sighs> and I said, it's different than anything else. You know, she's like, no. Oh, it's not like special because it's, I'm like, no, it's a gimmick. That's what they put on there. So that's that breastfeeding all mothers will marketing. Think, oh, if right. I supplement with this formula, it's okay. And they actually do like some of the formulas that we receive at the pediatrician's office are in a cute little bag and it'll say, yep. here's a supplement and a gift for the breastfeeding mother. Yep. Yep. Totally. And I don't they know. They target it totally towards the breastfeeding. They do. I, very aggressively. Very aggressive mm-hmm. um, marketing. And uh, I don't know if this is... I can't remember where I heard this. I cannot remember where I heard it. But you would know because you work in a hospital. So I remember hearing about like... Because we're talking about like all of the financial incentives and stuff that hospitals get to push this formula. But I remember like hearing about somewhere like like even just the doctors like targeting the doctors with like steak dinners Mm -hmm. and like all of these like really super sketchy like behind the back behind the you know behind the screen whatever you want to say um like grooming you know like like buying them things and oh yeah yeah because they would want to talk to you about their new product so they would take you out. And I remember when I first started at the hospital, and this was so long ago, but they worked there for like five years and I haven't been there in like five years. So it was it was a long time ago. And they still would I would see notes on like the staff room, you know, break room door that was saying, oh, you know, dinner on Wednesday night is being sponsored by this mm-hmm. particular formula mm-hmm. company to talk mm-hmm. about their new, you know, product if anybody uh-huh. wants to go. And it would and be like a super fancy dinner. Not like, yeah. you know, spaghetti from down the street, like no. really fancy. <laughs> so it got to be like, okay, then they stopped doing that. You know, I, well, they didn't stop doing it. I think the hospital just stopped allowing them in. Like we did get that far oh. where Rochester Hospital stopped being okay with that stuff and they stopped yeah. you know, handing out formula at the hospital regularly. You know, they still, they don't give it out at discharge like they used to, but they will give it, if, you know, like in your situation. If you want it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, like nobody's but, saying like if a mom is like I don't want to breastfeed you go to a hospital and you're she's like I don't want to breastfeed and you know whatever this is a long conversation and you're forced to breastfeed and nobody will give you formula but that's not 
what we're talking about. Right. That doesn't you know, happen. Like pe- you are, no, it doesn't happen. Like people can choose to use formula. We're not saying that you can't choose to use it. We're saying these companies need to stop with the aggressive marketing that is purposely and intentionally destroying breastfeeding relationships right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, it really comes, we're not saying like, this is horrible. You should never, ever touch it. It's more like it should not be marketed to you. No. Like that it's the same, that it's not harmful, that it's right, and you have be, to, you know, okay. Right. You and, have to have that information. You have to understand that if you're not going to breastfeed, there's, there are consequences. You know, like you're, if you use formula, your baby's, you know, it, 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 like, is your baby going to be fine? Like, yeah, people are, people are brought up on formula. Like we know that, that, that's, mm-hmm. that, that we get that, you know, but. But, you know, there's all of this research where we're talking about these people who meet at this assembly. They have all of this research. They have all of this science from researchers and from all the experts that say, here's all these childhood illnesses. Here's all these things that are going on. What's the best way to tackle it? Well, breastfeeding, you know, getting breastfed from the start is is a, is is is, a, is the best way to start, mm-hmm. you know, to for for these long term, like healthiest, cons, con, you know, long goals for 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 kids right and yeah it is one thing here one of these articles that Armenia says a plethora of studies have shown the stark health improvements brought about by breastfeeding in the u.s and around the world a harvard study in 2016 which not that long ago estimated that 3,340 premature deaths a year among both mothers and babies could be prevented in the u.s alone given adequate breastfeeding wow i mean there's and there's been a lot of pushes out of even the World Health Organization, like during World Breastfeeding Week and stuff like that, saying like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of babies can be saved. Yeah. And this is not, this is not me on my blog. This is not, (laughs) you know, an overzealous like person on social media. These are researchers. These are scientists that are doing this, this, these studies for, not for your entertainment, you know, for policy. Mm Mm-hmm. To create the healthiest situation we can for children and it for infants and children. Now, I worked for WIC um, for a mm. while too, and all my jobs kind of overlapped each other. Sounds like I've worked in a zillion places, but I <laughs> more than one at a time. But I worked for WIC for a while as you know breastfeeding support because there was a lot. WIC had a lot of funding, and it sounds contraindicated because WIC is a supplemental food program that gives out formula, mm. mm-hmm. and that is for you know, moms who need it, poverty, you know, things like that. It's a supplemental program. You know, it's not intended right. to completely fuel your child for a year, but it will supplement if you need help purchasing your food. And then they also got state funding or federal funding to start these great breastfeeding programs so that moms could start, you know, moms that were breastfeeding could get access to support if they chose to not get the free formula with WIC and breastfeed, they would have, you know, peer counselors to answer questions for them. They would get a bigger food package to support them. Like, it was really, it was great. And people thought that, oh, well, if WIC is giving out this specific formula, that must be the better formula because that's mm-hmm. what WIC gives out. And I was like, I remember telling somebody, I was like, no, that's who won the bid. Uh-huh. Like, it, that has nothing to do with 
you know, like, yeah, this is right. why the hospital gives it out because this is a number one fantastic. Like the stuff we give out in the doctor's office, it's because we have a ton of it. It's not because it's the best or it's because it's, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, this is the best formula. No, it's because what you have the most of or where what you get the cheaper bit of these huge organizations that are, you know, paying for it. Who's getting the better deal? Oh, this company. So that's the one we give out. There is hmm. no like, OK, this is it's a very, very confusing place to be if you don't do your research and you don't understand how it all works, because there is a lot of talk out there still, even from medical providers that, you know what, they make the way they make formula now. It's just as good as breast milk. It's fine. They can't prove that it's not OK. It's really, you know, all that same stuff is in the is in the formula that's in the breast milk. And, you know, if you want to supplement, it's not going to hurt. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, you don't need to breastfeed. And that's that's fine if that's your choice. But if you are a mom who's struggling and you really want to breastfeed, that's damaging. Yeah. Right. And I mean, we get stories all the time from moms that tell the same story like you they really wanted to breastfeed they struggled they were given lots of formula and it's they felt like they were unsupported yeah because there's all these things you're in this culture that's like just going you're going against the grain Mm -hmm. you know you're completely going against the grain and that's not it's not comfortable for most people it's not not comfortable for anybody no and you want to do the best thing for your baby yeah so basically, bottom line, I know we're kind of on a soapbox. So what was the outcome? <laughs> so what happened? Oh. So the U- did the U.S. just decided not to sign once again? Um, not on board? <laughs> Russia swooped in right. and kind of made it, like, eased it all over, you know, and, and they still kind of made it so that everybody has their way from what it sounded mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know the exact verbiage of what what, ended what up was happening. agreed on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking. I don't right imagine anything will be changing in the United States anytime soon based on this. Right. You know, we will still not be following the code or any of that. Right, and that's you know, I did want people to realize that it's because it, I think if I were a new mom right now and saw this i'd be like oh my god but i think people should know that this is an ongoing thing like this is not the first time this has happened no no not at all yeah right it's totally all the time and you know but the minute i saw it you know of course i sent it to you but my first thing is like oh my god like this is so we've gone come so far and now it's like you're just reverting back again i know it's not so far it's really really hard not to feel how easy it is to ruin progress you know it's like wow that's all it takes and all it takes is a couple meetings couple signatures and things things can be complete you know progress can be completely reversed Mm -hmm. and it's really really hard to stay positive sometimes and that's why we will probably always have a job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you know and it's it's important because we need to have the advocates and i think what you yeah. said earlier too is really important about like you know you don't realize that people are in this position advocating and there's yeah. i didn't realize until i got into this place that like there's people in new york that i know that are out there lobbying for 
maternity care and home births right. and like there's tons of things that we want change for right and you have to have a voice you know you really just you have to yep. be out there and, and making your voice heard so and you all can go back to the becoming a breastfeeding advocate episode and be inspired to yeah. be a part of it oh my gosh. and what we didn't talk about what we didn't talk about during the breastfeeding advocate episode was getting involved in politics running for office in your local area like you know, those things that's and voting, voting. Yes. Vote. Everybody vote. I'm not even telling you who to vote for. <laughs> I'm telling you to get up and vote. Make your voice heard. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That's us today. So go we out there and advocate. Yeah. And then leave us a review, please. That them. helps us out. Yes. So after you vote, go leave a review. <laughs> you probably can't vote today, but no, yeah, maybe not. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.